Hello, this is Supriti from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 5th of August. India reported 42,982 new coronavirus infections in the last 24 hours, which takes the total number of cases to over 3.18 crore. With 533 more people losing their lives to the virus, the death toll has risen to over 4.26 lakh. Kerala is the top contributor of new COVID-19 cases among all states, with the state registering 22,414 infections yesterday. According to data released by the Union Health Ministry, states and union territories have received more than 51.01 crore vaccination doses so far. According to Our World in Data, only 7.84% of the country has been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 so far. The Indian Express reported the Delhi High Court as saying that India was falling behind in the vaccination campaign and that the objective of vaccinating the whole adult population by December 31st was unlikely to be accomplished. A division bench of Justices Vipin Sanghi and Jasmeet Singh said, and I quote, God knows whether we will achieve our target of December 31st that we have set. Looks like we are not. Just yesterday it was in the press that we need to vaccinate 90 lakh people a day to be able to achieve that. We don't have that kind of infrastructure. We don't have that kind of vaccination. So obviously we are not going to meet it. Let's face it. End quote. According to a Reuters calculation, the number of coronavirus cases worldwide topped 200 million on Wednesday as the Delta variant continues to ravage areas with low immunization rates. Cases are on the rise in at least 83 of the world's 240 countries, putting pressure on healthcare systems. Al Jazeera reported that the World Health Organization is pushing for a COVID-19 vaccine booster ban until at least the end of September. in order to ensure that at least 10% of the population of every country gets vaccinated WHO chief Tedros Ghebreyesus said and I quote I understand the concern of all governments to protect their people from the delta variant but we cannot accept countries that have already used most of the global supply of vaccines using even more of it end quote Hearing a batch of petitions demanding an inquiry into the Pegasus snooping scandal The Supreme Court today said that the allegations appear serious and so the truth should come out arguing that having to tackle so many writ petitions over the scandal has made it a complicated case for the court a bench of chief justice NV Ramana and justice Suryakant told the petitioners to provide copies of their pleas to the government so that they can respond Ramana added that the top court will consider the pleas together not individually Appearing for N Ram and Sashi Kumar at the virtual hearing, senior advocate Kapil Sibal argued that Pegasus is a rogue technology whose use is an assault on the privacy, dignity and values of our republic. When the court asked why the aggrieved petitioners had not filed an FIR, Rakesh Dwivedi, a senior advocate representing SNM Abdi, replied that they have not filed a police complaint yet because it is a matter of very wide dimensions. He added that this was not a case of an individual's phone being bugged it's mass action and a case where the Indian government should have taken action on its own the petitions will next be heard on August 10th you can read a detailed report about the hearing on our website it is titled why didn't you act when pegasus snooping was first exposed in 2019 cji asks petitioners 
In what was described as a productive day in Parliament, the Rajya Sabha passed three out of the five bills lined up by the government yesterday. The Parliament has faced disruptions every day since July 19th because of protests by the opposition over the Pegasus snooping scandal, the new farm laws and price rise. In a session that lasted a mere 30 minutes, the Upper House passed the Deposit Insurance and Credit Guarantee Corporation Amendment Bill, Limited Liability Partnership Amendment Bill and Airport's Economic Regulatory Authority of India Amendment Bill. Indian Express reported that all three bills were passed by voice vote amid loud sloganeering by the opposition MPs. The Deposit Insurance and Credit Guarantee Corporation Amendment Bill proposes that even if a bank is temporarily unable to fulfill its obligations due to restrictions such as a moratorium, depositors can access their deposits to the extent of the deposit insurance cover through interim payments by the Deposit Insurance and Credit Guarantee Corporation. The Airport's Economic Regulatory Authority of India Amendment Bill 2021 seeks to encourage smaller airports to expand air connectivity to relatively remote and far-flung areas, while the Limited Liability Partnership Amendment Bill seeks to encourage the startup ecosystem and further boost ease of doing business. The Parliament as a serious beat for news coverage is dying, but we at News Laundry are doing our bit to revive this very crucial kind of reportage. Sansad Watch is a weekly roundup of the proceedings in India's parliament that is hosted by Meghnad, where he makes the juicy details of the monsoon session of parliament accessible to you. There are two episodes of the series out already, and I urge you to go ahead and catch up. Meghnad presents the erstwhile grainy and dull reportage of the proceedings in Technicolor. And trust me, you don't want to miss out on the fun. While you're on our website, do check out our reports as well. The latest media report is by Akansha Kumar about Sadakat Pathan, a journalist in Madhya Pradesh who reported on the alleged trafficking of a newborn and ended up being entangled in the case himself. The report is titled, The Murky Story of Trafficking, Extortion and a Dainik Bhaskar Journalist. Reports like these, as well as the podcasts, ground reports, videos and interviews that we do, are only possible with your support. We are an ad-free platform, which means we want to steer clear of corporate and government interests, and only you can help us do that. So head over to our website, newslaundry.com, and subscribe to us. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Indian Express reported today that since 2019, the Jammu and Kashmir administration has booked over 2,300 people in more than 1,200 cases under the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act and 954 people under the Public Safety Act. The newspaper reported that while the number of PSA cases showed a marked decrease in 2020, the number of UAPA cases increased. A legal expert said that this was a shift on the part of the police to book individuals under the more stringent law instead of PSA, which required regular extensions of custody. Official sources also told Indian Express that over 5,500 people were taken into preventive custody under Section 107 of the CRPC in 2019. In some news from the Olympics, the Indian men's hockey team won the bronze medal, ending a 41-year wait for an Olympic medal in the sport. India defeated Germany 5-3. After the Germans scored three times in the first half, India was raised by two goals from Simranjit Singh 
and won a piece from Harmanpreet Singh, Hardik Singh, and Rupinder Pal Singh. The victory was India's 12th Olympic medal in hockey. Indian wrestler Ravi Kumar Dhaiya bagged the silver medal after losing in the final of men's 57 freestyle category to Russian Olympic Committee's Zavur Uguev today. This is India's fifth medal at the Tokyo Olympics and the second silver. You can catch all things sports on News Laundry's latest podcast, NL Playoffs. In the latest episode, hosts and News Laundry subscribers Aniket and Gotham talk about the ongoing Tokyo Olympics. They also delve into the recently concluded NBA Finals as well as the British Grand Prix. You can find the podcast on our website. Two upper caste men used casteist remarks to harass hockey player Vandana Kataria's family in a village in Haridwar, hours after India's loss to Argentina at the Tokyo Olympics yesterday, the Times of India reported. According to police officer L.S. Butola, one of the men has been detained, but the police have yet to file a first information report in the case. In his complaint to the police, Kataria's elder brother, Shekhar, said, and I quote, They went on saying that it's not just hockey, but every sport that should keep Dalits out. They then took off some of their clothes and started dancing again. It was a caste-based attack. End quote. Scroll reported that the incident had triggered outrage on social media, with people pointing out that just days ago, the 29-year-old had become the first Indian woman to score a hat-trick at the Olympics. Myanmar's UN ambassador, who refused to leave his post after being ousted six months after the military seized control in a coup, has informed the UN of a reported massacre by the military leadership. According to the AFP news agency, Chia Moon Toon wrote to the UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres in July, stating that 40 bodies had been discovered in Kani Township in the Sangaing district of northern Myanmar. The generals have disputed the allegations, while AFP stated it was unable to independently verify the reports due to the Saigaing region's mobile network outages. Soldiers tortured and executed 16 men at a village in the township on July 9th and 10th, according to Chia Moontoon, and 10,000 people fled the area. The ambassador reiterated his request for a worldwide military arms embargo, an urgent humanitarian intervention from the international community in the letter. He told EFP, and I quote, We cannot let the military keep on doing this kind of atrocity in Myanmar. End quote. Al Jazeera reported that an investigation by Greenpeace East Asia found that scorching temperatures are becoming considerably more common in cities across East Asia, with the environmental organization warning that the early advent of hot weather might have serious consequences for people's lives as well as agriculture. Researchers examined data from 57 locations spanning mainland China, Korea and Japan and discovered that hot weather was arriving earlier in the year in over 80% of the cities studied. Greenpeace said that the excessive heat episodes were not a fluke and were consistent with the region's changing climate, in a statement released on Thursday. Greenpeace East Asia's Climate Urgency Project Manager said, and I quote, Dangerous temperatures will only become more frequent unless governments switch from polluting fossil fuels to cleaner energy sources, including wind and solar. End quote. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow.
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you.